the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome to Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use. We got some good news today from two young fellows that are amazing guys. They're good speakers and they do good stuff for the community. And uh, we're going to let you uh, let them tell us all about it. And first is Frank Riley Jr. <laughs> he put that in his name, Frank Riley Jr. And then we also have the other young fella by the name of Michael Curry. And uh, and, and they're both local guys for in the North Georgia area. One's in Hiawassee and the other one's in Young Harris. So we're just so grateful to have them here. These guys are amazing. They What they do is help other folks prevent forest fires and mainly prevent your house going up in smoke because as we all know we live right in the middle of a forest a huge forest so without any further ado i'm gonna let these guys do what they do and they 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 explain it a whole lot better than i can every now and then i'm gonna ask a question in there somewhere but uh again frank riley jr and michael corey thanks for being here man welcome 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 thank you Thank you, Michael. We, uh, we're really glad to be here to uh, talk to your audience about what we do. We're trying to uh, prevent forest fires, like you said, but mostly prevent your house from being part of that forest fire by doing small things, simple things that we all know to do. We just don't always, always mm-hmm. think about because uh, it's too late. Right. Um, Michael is our Towns County Coalition leader, uh, and he is uh, the one that keeps the Towns County group going. Uh, we are a member of something called Firewise International Program, International Program, actually, uh, based out of Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> and it promotes the Firewise concept all over the country. Georgia is uh, fifth in the nation in the number of Firewise communities, and Michael wow. has 24 a- of them in Towns County, so that's a large percentage of the whole state, and we're proud of that. We are, uh, I actually run the Chesapeake Chattahoochee RCMD Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, based out of here in northeast Georgia. Our office is actually in Denver, so we promote the program all over the state of Georgia and uh, find people like Michael and other communities to, to promote the program. It's just one of me, so I can't be everywhere. So we depend on local grassroots uh, participation like Michael and his group does to keep the program going. And uh, mm-hmm. it's all about common sense. It's all about uh, what we need to do that it can happen here. Right. The main thing we have to get over is what you see on TV, you think won't happen here, but it can on a small scale use, but it can happen here in your backyard. So that's what we, we're here to promote. Uh, wow. One more side light, uh, what we've done here was recognized several years ago by the Forest Service and the Chief of Forest Service came down, saw what we were doing, asked me if I could take this program in Towns County all the way to Virginia through the western North Carolina Appalachian Mountains. We started that uh, about five years ago. We're in our third round of funding with that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we use RCNDs like myself, which is a nonprofit in a local community, to promote the program. So we have six of us, uh, six organizations like myself, between here in southwestern Virginia, promoting mm. the program. Um, we are well, we're the only one in the country doing this for the Forest Service. So we're the community outreach for the U.S. Forest Service in these areas. Um, and now what we do is in, in Western North Carolina and, you know, Clay County, uh, Cherokee County, all those counties are part of our group where we do this program. Um, and, you know, you spoke bear is our mascot everywhere we go. Fantastic. So, uh, Michael, uh, I'll turn it over to you. You talk about what you do in town. Well, thank you, Frank. And thank you, Mike, for uh, this opportunity to uh, communicate to the public about what the Firewise Coalition does. There. In reality, the communities that are firewise, which we have 24 of them in Towns County, uh, is a uh, individual neighborhood group that gets together and goes through some qualifying conditions, uh, determines what their risk assessment is within their community, and then uh, tries to go through the necessary steps to mitigate those risks, to lessen them to, to whatever degree they can and within that community. Mm-hmm. And that community then submits a report to uh, the office, the national office, and gets uh, nationally recognized as such. And then every year, that community needs to renew uh, by uh, demonstrating their efforts throughout the year mm-hmm. to continue the mitigation work in that individual community. It's really simple for each community to do that qualifying conditions and renewal on an annual basis. But it's important that it doesn't just go by the wayside and become of interest at one point and then that interest fall off. Mm-hmm. As, as far as a, an ongoing concern, uh, for not just one particular year, uh, when we have had a, a risk and a threat recently, but it's when uh, things don't seem to be as uh, important and significant as they were before. So what each community must do is maintain that concern, that effort, and that action necessary to decrease their risk within each resident of that resident's area. Mm. The coalition is a group of volunteers like myself under the guidance of uh, the agency uh, forest service personnel and individuals, and primarily in our county, of, of being under the guidance and direction of Frank Riley. Uh, his his effort, his guidance enables us to exist, and his effort enables us to proceed along in a unifying manner of the individual communities that are firewise within our county. So the mm-hmm. coalition tries to address the individual uh, firewise communities, not so much the individual residents within those communities. That's for the community itself to address. So we kind of are a composite of communities, and in our case, as I mentioned, there are 24, and we try to do the overall uh, improvements and needs and and support the individual communities as best we can. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, uh, we have programs such as uh, uh, Frank Frank has a program of the Chipper Service, which is is vital, and he can speak on that because he's the individual that conducts that. Mm-hmm. and see that that's being done. So it better come from him. But we also uh, provide literature and information and communication to these communities so that they can disseminate that that list of common sense items for okay. their residents to act upon. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. You know, man, I I, I want to jump in right there. You you said so much. I hope we have enough time to <laughs> to cover that. You know, we are good the clock here, but I do want to say that you mentioned a couple of times about you were being part of twenty four uh, neighborhoods. Uh, in other words, in one yeah. county. 24. So it's not so much about one as it is the collective that you have to work together. And uh, I could just do mine around my house or protect it, but it does no good if my neighborhood is all grown up and, and just wow. So did, did I, he, is that correct? Uh, yeah, right that's there? correct. That's exactly right. It's a, it's a, a unity of the community. And, you know, when we say the word community, it is a unity of the commune, and it's just not one neighbor, one individual, one neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's the whole area as much as you dare to encompass. Ah, okay. Well, uh, that you know that, that's very important. I'm going to come back to that, but I want to I want to get Frank back in here for just a moment. Uh, he also mentioned Frank that you guys were uh, were part of a bigger, larger thing, and and that is a the five the forestry organization and you mentioned something about getting funds and so a lot of these funds uh, go to what you specifically do and that's go around and train and teach people how to do what michael has set up here in towns county is that correct that's correct funds all come from the u.s forest service um their prevention program is in place to keep you know keep the fire in the in in from happening in the neighborhood so it won't spread to their forest uh, it's a okay. whole, you know, circle here. We'd, we'd rather uh, keep the fire down in the community so it doesn't go to the forest and they have to bring in all the helicopters and stuff. But uh-huh. it's funded by out of Washington. Well, it actually comes through from Washington down to Atlanta, which is a region eight. We uh, we work under the region eight, which is the 13 southern states. Oh, okay. In Puerto Rico, that's our where our funding comes through. Um, the director of fire and aviation from out of Atlanta is our. Mm-hmm. benefactor, I guess you'd call him. He's our support. Right. And um, that's where the money comes. His name is Chardo Ravel. And uh, he's, he he said we're his community outreach in, the, in this part of the world. Nice. So also in this part of the world, you guys have set the standard of what is to be all around the country uh, based on this w- award that you mentioned in the beginning that you guys received. So in other words, what you're telling the audience, all the thousands of people that are listening, is that this program that you're part of, that you helped start, is a model. It is the model. And you guys were awarded with uh, the award uh, here recently. Uh, and, and can you tell us just a little bit about the award and in, in how come you know, everybody else didn't get it, or I kind of have an idea, but I want to hear you say it. You know, how did you come about getting, not you, but the organization, the award here in South? Because I'm sure that's what uh, the award was for. You mean the award for the, for the grant, the money, and stuff, uh, or what? Which award are you talking about? No, no, not the money. You know, the money came after oh. you received the, the, the award. Right, we got awarded this. Uh, not really a grant, it's more like a, a contract with the Forest Service to do this because of what Michael and his group and uh, people in Towns County had done. We were we were outstanding as far as the country goes on mm-hmm. what we were doing. I'm right. part of something called the Fire Ethics Communities, which is a network out of California 
uh, we only with only eight of us to start with, and we were we were the, you know by far um, more visible than anybody else out west was because uh-huh. and we we do things different over here, but we do what we're supposed to. Yeah. Well, you know, for those that are listening and they they like, well, what are they talking about? Forest fire. I just moved in here from, let's say, I'm, I've been living in Chicago my entire life, and now I'm really retired to these mountains. They look beautiful. I love it, man. I'm going to move right there in uh, uh, Western Carolina in Cherokee County. And I move in here, and my place looks good, and I love it. I don't know anything about what we're talking about here today. So in order for me to the guy who just moved in to find out about this, you know, uh, how do I get educated about this? Because everybody's not going to listen to this podcast. So we need a way to this to move from town to town to town. How does that happen? Uh, What we try to do is to be present within the community as much as we can. Uh, Sometimes we invite ourselves to exhibits. Uh, Sometimes there are gatherings, uh, like uh, just last Friday, there was uh, uh, the market uh, after hours on the Hiawassee Town Square. Mm. And so we will set up a booth and we will meet and greet and pass out information and communicate with individuals as they go by. Now, the stand next to us may be selling jellies or uh, (laughs) pickled uh, squash. But then we are there to also communicate with the people who pass by yeah. and say, hey, wait, um, while you're eating those jellies, uh, take a look at your house from your driveway mm-hmm. and uh, see if it uh, could withstand some embers blowing up against it. And what you could do to uh, decrease the issue of that pile of fuel you call your home from burning to the ground. So uh, that's that's kind of what we do, and uh, mm-hmm. whether it's at a uh, community of uh, the county or the community just within a right. neighborhood, we take advantage of each and every opportunity to speak and hear. Uh, at a farmer's market, we will set up a booth, and uh, we will try to get attention to as many individuals, and it's on an individual basis. That's mm-hmm. where the effort has success. It's not with grandiose, uh, outgoing information splattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's with the individual taking care of their own personal property. Grassroots. Yeah, I like that. I, Go ahead, Frank. Michael, the, uh, the whole concept is trying to add to network that I've been a member of for 13 years is peer-to-peer um, communication. You know, okay. I teach you and you teach your neighbors and they teach their neighbors and it's, it's a grassroots, and the reason why we have grassroots is I can't, I'm just one. If I go to Virginia, if I go to South Georgia, and I leave, you know, the message goes with me unless somebody there picks it up and spreads it through their own community. So it's got to be a grassroots, um, you know, bottom-up bottom type learning process. Yeah, I, you know, and I get that. And, and you, Frank, yourself, you've led Towns County Fire. Uh, uh, adapted communities network, I guess, which is FAC for short. Uh, you, you, you've led that for, for many, many years. And that's mainly because of the passion that you have, because everybody ain't got that passion, but you led it, got started, got involved. And since you've been involved, the fires 
have went down from what I understand. I mean, you know, they, they're not happening as much as they were. Is that right. correct? Correct. Statistics uh, in Towns County, we're down 75% of uh, wildfire calls from the, from the norm, from what you, historical averages, we're down 75%. Mm. That, you know, a lot of people may not understand that number, but if you put that against, so that's fires happening. And once again, people, we live in a forest. <laughs> There's trees everywhere. And, you know, it looks good when you want to move in. You got those trees real close to your house. It's shaded, man. You can sit out there on the yard in the porch. Got that shade coming, you know, protecting you from the sun. That looks good. But that's sort of a, a fire waiting to happen. Is that right, Michael? I mean, that's just sitting ready. <laughs> That's right. There's a concern of where you place your comfort and how much you will uh, use your environment to not only enjoy it. And we want people to enjoy their, their forest living. That's important. And that's why a lot of us moved up here. It wasn't to create a concrete pad all around us. That was the case with a state in your area of Chicago or, or yeah. my previous area of Tampa. Right. It's different. We we want to experience this beautiful environment. And to do so, we must do so responsibly. It's like many other things. Not It's not all or one. You can adjust your environment by decreasing the fuel around you. And I've learned to use that word from uh, forest service personnel. Um, and when you look out on our forest and you see a bunch of trees, and uh, you see a mountainside, and that's remarkable. It's beautiful, and it is. Right. And someone will say, look at all those trees. Well, you may talk to someone in the Forest Service, and they'll say, well, look at all that fuel. So there's a different <laughs> outlook on exactly how the same material will be presented. Right. So, yes, an uh, individual resident can uh, decrease their risk, and that's what it's about. There is no absolute prevention of a fire taking your home, but there is a condition where you can decrease the risk. And that's mm -hmm. what it's about. It's taking the necessary step, one step at a time, which are common sense step, as Frank said, mm -hmm. to decrease the risk uh, on an environment basis of our individual residents. Wow, that is amazing. Now, you guys, um, I, I, I ran into you guys by going to a meeting uh, here recently that was called Movers and Shakers. Everybody don't go to that. Everybody don't know about that because it's early in the morning. But you guys are going to be around. So can you tell folks, they're listening to, well, how can I get some information? Let's say their community is not in it. So where do they go to get this information? You know, online or whatever. You guys got a website. You got a, uh, you got a, a huh. storefront or what is it? Well, we have a website. We had a website, and it crashed and burned. So we're putting it back together now. <laughs> Too many trees around it. <laughs> yeah, there's a, we have an email at the office. It's info, I-N-F-O dot C-C-R-C-D at gmail.com. Okay. That's our office email. It's Chesty uh, Chattahoochee info dot ccrcd at gmail dot com and if you do that we can get information to uh, your listeners or whoever wants more information okay or or michael they can go to firewise.org mm -hmm. that's the national firewise website with everything you need to know about firewise there 
There you go. Firewise.org. We're going to put that on the show notes so people will know where it is. And we will, uh, we'll put it on the social media outlets because I'm sure, you know, Firewise is somewhere on social media. And, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Facebook or Instagram, I'm sure you guys are out there. And, uh, there you go. See, I knew it had to be. I mean, you're in the 21st century. So with that said, you've been doing this and you're from this area, Frank. You were born right here in the forest. So you don't know anything about concrete pad living and all that. I mean, you, you were born right here on the farm. Unlike Michael and myself, we come from cities. So uh, in doing that, was this a natural thing for you to be involved in the forest service uh fighting type of thing? Yeah, well, I've been a forester uh, for 50 years, uh, a professional forester. I got a degree in forestry 50 years ago, actually, this year. And uh, it's just been a natural part of what I've done, the fire, the prescribed burning, which mm-hmm. we promote heavily in the forest and around these communities. Um, so it's just been part of what thing I've done for 50 years. So it's just kind of a natural fit when I got here. I'm part of the volunteer fire department. And it's just, you know, I'm one of those things where, uh, you know, two paths crossed, and I was at the right place at the right time when this opportunity passed through. So, yeah, that's, very that's cool. Why we're doing this. That's nice. Well, Michael, you from the concrete pad from the city, and but in your past, you know, you've always been a guy in your past life. You've kind of risen to type of leadership type positions, and no matter what you've done, no matter what organization you've been in, based on you know your bio, which I read. Um, so. Why is it that you would step out into this role as to being the leader? Is it based on what I just said, or did you just have a real, real inkling, or somebody that pushed you out there too? Well, kind of uh, a combination of uh, conditions that led me to this part of participation in the Firewise endeavor. Uh, yeah, I uh, I started out in the city in uh, in Virginia, and then moved to a, a bigger city, uh, which. Um, which was good for the raising the family, getting an education, making a living, and so on. Uh, when I retired up here to the area after spending a, a few weeks here and there during a few years, um, it was nice to be nestled into the trees, uh, kind of like a bird's nest in those trees, and be mm-hmm. surrounded as much as possible. Okay. Um, but that uh, turned out to be not always the best way, as I've mentioned, uh, to uh, live. So um, once I was uh, finagled and corralled into <laughs> becoming part of uh, the Firewise yeah. Endeavor by a, a lady who has since passed by the name of Marsha Elliott. Right. Um, and uh, for those people who knew Marsha, she was just an outstanding and wonderful person to be around. And um, she got me involved in the Firewise effort. And from then, uh, it was Frank and the agency personnel. It, it's the people who get you uh, connected to any particular effort. And people like Mike Davis and Tony Harkins and, and uh, Anthony, uh, the, the, the agency personnel and Frank himself, these are the people that that say, you know, this is a, a great effort and uh, we will work with you and we will provide support. Without those individuals, the Firewise effort in our community would not survive because it, I'm a volunteer. 
I am not I am not the person that makes it work. I am a support person of the agency, the actual people who fight fires and work in our forest service and the people who who make this effort successful. Uh, mm. So I am a, a and I and the other people in part of the the, the coalition are right. support personnel. Uh-huh. That, that's really our effort. Okay. Well, um, also, what, what you just said right there, Michael, is uh, is really important. Even though I know you're you're being modest, the when when it comes down to it, I move in your neighborhood or in the surrounding areas, and I don't cut any trees down. I like my trees worth the way they work. But more than likely, I'm going to be a part of association. And that association is going to come knocking on my door. They, uh, you know, we, we normally cut these down or whatever. So that's sort of the area that you're in right now. Is that correct? Uh, that- that's, that's the effort to try to give them the information that they can make the decision of okay. what trees to cut down. We don't, we don't mandate anyone to do anything. Okay. We just give them the information to try to be smart. And show them what happened if you don't do it. <laughs> okay, yep. man. I love it. I love it. Man, I tell you what, we, we've got a lot more I want to cover. But, man, the, the clock is just ticking. I'm looking over here at it, and it just I, it goes so fast, especially when you're getting good, solid information out to the community that you guys are doing. Man, you guys are doing an amazing job. And I, for one, thank you. Thank you so very much for uh, uh, for what you do because you're, you're actually, in the end, saving lives. You're saving lives by what you do. Now, a lot of folks probably look at that and say, man, that guy's crazy. What's he talking about? They pass out brochures here and there. They ain't saving any lives. Yes, you are. And so I, for one, want to thank you. Uh, I'm up here in the other part of the forest across the state line where you guys are coming this way. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate that. And uh, we look forward to you working and getting that new person that you said is going to happen in um, in Murphy sometime real soon. And uh, so we want to thank that. But, uh, you know, man, like I said, we're running out of time. I would love to have you guys back when we can talk more about you guys individually, like Frank growing up on the farm down by the river, been here his entire life. He's never had to go buy any property. He was born into it. So you and me, Mike, we had to go to the bank. They got long. This guy's got one. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. I mean, hey, you know, somebody got to do it. <laughs> so uh, next time when we come back and, you know, uh, you know, we can talk about that. And, and we can talk about you, Michael, how you've been uh, a former military guy. And uh, you've done amazing. And you were super successful in that. As a matter of fact, what was, uh, what was it? Radiologic, radiological technologist. Is that right? Well, that was one of the uh, times that I spent uh, work at. Uh, there were several graduating events and tasks that I took place of during a career. But yeah, whether it's education or uh, medical physics or x-ray technology, uh, yeah, all yeah. of those uh, were part of the trail of effort. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I, I want to, you know, we don't have time now, but you said something I'm going to say, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, I love what you said about uh, uh, childhood was your valley moment and military, family, and education was rolled out. Man, I love that statement. I'll tell folks more about that next time we get together. Would you guys be willing to come back later on down the road? 
Sure, be glad to. All right. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. We're going to get out of here. Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Frank and Michael that are passionate, purpose-driven, and making a difference. Uh, by listening to their stories, Extreme Carolina listeners will have the opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired.